Oh, yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again on our Ventura Forward Podcast, where we're searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun of the sun, righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this show, we're breaking down our segments as we've been going throughout the 805 with our unique journalistic points of view. Spence, how are you feeling? Feeling good. I had a fun weekend. And it's just good times. You know, so feeling good about what's happening in the uh, city. Oh, yeah. Prime summertime, end of July, going into August. If you're not on vacation, you're enjoying the beach in Ventura. And I have to say, this show has to start off because we missed you. We're a little few days behind our plan, but we have to blame the X Games, don't we? We're not the only one, but the fair blaming it. But the X Games came in last weekend, and boy, what a party was it. Took a lot of time. Now, the thing that's funny is with the rush that everybody's going through, we did have the X Games. Now we're popping right into the Ventura County Fair, so that's a big deal for all of us. It's, there's some naysayers on everything. Oh, the fair's not what it used to be. Maybe it's because I got kids and I got re, um, you know, reinvigorated on the whole fair, but our family loves it. You know, We go there, the kids go on a couple of three rides, but basically they like taking in one of the shows, and we're going to do Collective Soul. That's Friday. Ooh. And just kind of walk around and just have fun, look at the exhibits and just chat and eat some uh, you know, overpriced food on a stick that's still real fun and just enjoy the fair. Good, good. I love it. I, you know, X Games, the fair goes back to this way. Listen to this podcast, get the information you want to hear, like PSG, sports management, talking about the big events that come up for the fairgrounds, the possibility of huge stuff. We talked about the X Games. You know, we didn't wrap it up completely on this show. We will today a little bit. We'll talk about the excitement the fair brings in. I'm thinking right now what's the cool thing about the fairgrounds is is the diversity that the grounds and the 805 have. I'm talking to the people this week, and I'm like, hey, you're in town for the X Games at the bar? He's like, X Games? Didn't even know it was here. I'm in town to uh, paddle the caves in the Channel Islands. I'm meeting my nephew down here. He's coming from Chico, and I'm living in L.A., and me and my nephew are meeting down here. I go, what a spot. What a place. You know, here we're all hubbubbed about these events and people are coming in a town, not even know what's going on. It's like we become a bigger town like that. And people are like, well, Spencer, I don't want to become a big town. I don't be big. People are actually getting mad. Well, if we're saying visit Ventura everywhere and we're throwing our name everywhere, and that's what the city council is trying to portray to the world, then we have miscommunication. That's where it starts right there. And that's the thing, you know, when when you're old, you've seen things change. And that doesn't mean I want a bunch of big, ugly buildings put up and all of that. But you know this, too, because your family is historic here in town. When do you shut the gate? And it's one of those arguments. And it's always right after you got in or I got in or (laughs) me or she got in. It's just the nature of people, because you talk about what was your prime time? what, What was your decade of youth in Ventura? 80s. 80s. So you were a kid, like grammar school, high school in the 80s. Oh, 80s and 90s. Yeah, Right there. So with me, it goes way back to the 60s and 70s. And I'm a Thousand Oaks kid. But I know Ventura, Oxnard, Camarillo were beautiful open places. All the cities were crazy different. But they've all made their moves and they've done their stuff. So there's going to be somebody, I can't believe they wrecked this. But if you look at, is there one of those? I, I grew up in Ventura sites on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, T.O. has one of those. And I always love it. Because the real old timers, kind of like me and a few that are a little older, say, man, T.O., just it got wrecked after 68, 69, 70. Then other people say, oh, late 70s, T.O. No, it's the 80s. When, no, it's, it's, it's to your youth. So I hope they do manage smart growth 
And I hope that we still offer our wonderful beaches to people who want to come from the outside to enjoy Port Wayne, Oxnard Ventura, and just have a good time. What we mostly hope for, though, is calm, low crime, a little bit of breathing room, right? Good that, times for the kids. You're describing culture that you know of the 805 so well. And the culture to preserve that is stronger than ever, especially after the pandemic and what the state's been doing along with, say, the school district. Because just in the last week, you're listening to this podcast, you want to know about the goody goods, about the news across the 805 and Ventura. And it goes into, like, the 211 building on Thompson and Figueroa right now. Six stories of possibility are being there. They had a little mini protest with a group, Livable Ventura, a protest, had a community engagement session. We heard all, close to a couple hundred people were there. It was during a Saturday afternoon. But great information being put out there. Another group called the Save Washington School Group also had a meeting hosted by and in partnership almost with the Sam Buena Ventura Conservancy Group, hosted by a name like Stephen Stevens, I believe his name was. He gave great information about the Washington School District owning the property that was donated by E.P. Foster that has a historic site of Washington School on Maine and Hearst. This old building could possibly be torn down, and that was in the news from the Ventura County Christian School being taken away from that location, spent with Ron Bamier. Remember that? Mm -hmm. So these stories are alive and well in our community, and that's what Ventura Forward's here for, to give you this information on Instagram. Shout out to everybody on Instagram who's watching right now and following every day. On our podcast that comes out weekly, right, that we give this news about forecasting events, giving you the detailed information, connecting the dots for your own love and stoke of Ventura. So we're out there every day finding after it, and the X Games and the fair are talked about a lot in the show because it's kind of those climatic moments, right? When everybody's talking about the fluffy fluff and then we're trying to hit the bottom. So I want to let you know I'm out there working on the streets every day for you, Spence, to bring the information back in the studio and for the listeners. Because one thing about the Ventura County Fair, it does draw a lot of people, but it's, it's a homey event. It really is. X Games, different story. What did they say? 50,000 people rolled through town for the three days or so. Wow. 50,000 people. And this is a population of, what, 120, 115 uh, for the city of Ventura. That is a lot of people. It went well, but many people pointed this out, and it's pretty obvious. How many people saw it now want to be here more? And I get that. That's the intrusion where you just want to start saying, um, nothing happening here. Keep moving, folks. Nothing happening here. You just want people to either go around or go by. Or the old thing that Oregon used to have, welcome to Oregon, now go away. You know, that's, <laughs> and you were in Washington want, for a while. You might have experienced a bit they didn't of like, that. It's called the Seattle Freeze up there. They freeze people out. They want to preserve that. Everywhere you go, it's that same vibe. It's mm -hmm. not just us. We're not stuck in our own bubble, but our bubble is great. And look at my smile right now, dude, because I'm thinking about my X Games rap video. How good of a job do you think I did? And I don't talk about myself a lot, but that video that I did with those interviews, I was really proud of myself. What did you think? Spencer? I thought they were good. Yeah, very good. Thank you. And if you're only listening to this podcast through your- On the X Games videos. On the X Games videos. Yes. yes. When I did the interviews, because when I got there with my media pass, I applied for a media pass. I got the credentials. Very excited. We did clean up around the whole grounds the first couple days. When I got in there, I didn't know really what to do. So I was kind of observing. First day was observation. And then I found out that I couldn't do videos because ABC and ESPN own the rights to all video content from a media standpoint. So my point, is, I guess, is if you're in the crowd, you can video and post it on your social media where you don't make any money, you can do that. But essentially with the media, you can't. 
Hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do here? Because I'm all video guy. Like my still photos are okay. But if you follow Ventura Ford, there's not a lot of still. So I went straight to, I'm here to represent Ventura. Number one, let's get the Ventura Ford logo somewhere on national TV. We got it done twice, people. This is the first print. This was the one on, I made it actually X Games print so you could see it loud and proud on TV. We got it once at the Park Skate Contest. And then the second time was at the Moto X Contest. We got the shirt on national t- international TV twice. Wow. <laughs> Good product placement. People were texting me too. How'd you get there? Why are you in the VIP section? What's going on? So it was an accomplishment to get the shirt on the TV twice. And then I was in the media. I'm standing there thinking, what can I do? And the very first night, Kristen Bell was there, and she was reporting on um, one of the Moto X drivers. And I thought to myself, she seems really cool. Why don't I interview her and get her to say Ventura? She'll be smart enough to realize this, what I'm trying to do. So she comes over. I just say, hey, I'm Spencer Ventura Ford. How's your experience going? And then she just goes boom, boom, boom. I'm in a hurry. Ventura's great. And then when she said Ventura's great, I go, that's it right there. If I can try to get anybody that's – a contestant or involved to say Ventura and what's their experience about Ventura, that'll be my mission all week. That yeah, was good. And it worked out nicely. Yep. It came out to with Nigel Houston, the number one skateboarder recognizably probably in the world right now, you know, with Tony Hawk. I couldn't get Tony Hawk to say anything I was trying to at the Ventura Music Hall. What a concert and show they put on where Tony Hawk came out with his pro skater group. If you want free tickets and you showed up, I love you. If you ordered free tickets and you didn't show up, I'm not mad at you, okay? I know how social media works, but you missed it. When Tony Hawk came on not only the vert ramp on Sunday and put a performance on for all the X Games fans, but came and put a concert on with his pseudo band. These fans were amazing. I didn't realize, I realized how big the, the video game was, but not that it made him like hundreds of millions of dollars. The yeah. video game, he said, might have from what I'm understanding, might be like his biggest profit. That's intense. And so then if there's money for this band to go around. Like if you're the band that's keeping this alive, if you're Tony Hawk, wouldn't you be like, hey, boys, here's 50 grand or 100 grand maybe a year. Keep this cover band going because there were people playing the game on stage. And then you as a person at the audience could come challenge the best player in the history of the game. He's in the band. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. The guy, yeah, he the best player ever that had a contest. He's then started working for the company who made the game. Now he's no longer working for the company. He's the one who started the band, and he's the drummer. So he comes out of the band, and then you can challenge him to play. Maybe not the drummer. Maybe it's different. Uh, maybe the bassist. But he comes out of the band, and you play him, and then he just smokes you, and then you just tuck your tail and go back to the crowd while the songs are playing. Well, what I heard from Tony Hawk, <laughs> Nips was him speaking. I forget what the podcast, but it was – when he first sat down with the guys, the videos had been out. He had two out, and they were telling him how you have a video that comes out, and it's a smash hit. And then they second-tier it and discount it, so money goes out again, and you make money off the other one. They are explaining all this to him, and he said, yeah, yeah, think how long ago this was, because it's about when the first video came out. And then they handed him the check, and he said he opened it up, and the check was four, a long time ago, $4 million back then. And he looked at it and looked up at them. They'd say, yeah, that's like the beginning. And he said that's when he realized the power of videos. He just he had no he knew he was going to make money off it right. and do very well. But he said when they handed it and the guy asked him, did you put it in an ATM? And he said, you know, I might have. He said, that's why I was when I was a kid. But that's the power of these videos. <laughs> 
Video games. Yeah, video games. Yes, yes. Video right. games specifically. My kid loves playing that one. And they do have cool music attached to them. It was fun. Another example of what we can do full circle here at Ventura Forward and Ventura Music Hall and our sponsors are always bringing it. We're going to get into Spencer McKenzie's right now, Pete's Breakfast House. Sponsorships are always available. If you're on Instagram right now watching this, the four or 500 views, get on Patreon. Go to VenturaForward.org. We don't mention enough, okay? Get in there. Sponsor at the lowest level. If you want to do a big old sponsorship, get in there. Your resources will use well. Text us. Get in there. The official day tripper band. I'm looking here on Instagram. Actually, we're gonna get interactive here. The official day tripper van. Yeah, we are working with Serio, with Chris Long, the group of the X Games. Everyone came out. There's so many names to drop. I love seeing the Osbournes out there. Dave, Mary, we're doing their thing. Visit Ventura. I was in the pit with uh, Dan the whole time. Mike, Dan, Mike, Mike Lawn. He shot. He shot over twenty thousand photos the whole weekend, or more. <laughs> 20, See what digital does for us. Yeah. In the old days, if you had to shoot that on film, my goodness. Right. That'd be tough. So many, digital, just snap. So many up. cool shots too. He had this one shot. We took twenty photos of uh, the game, the goal-winning grind, mm. and the tournament. So a lot of great things happened. But Spence, I got some bigger news here for you. We're gonna get this podcast moving. I'm gonna drop some news that I've been sniffing like a bloodhound around town, and we've been talking about it for a long time. And you know that I like to be the first person that brings out news in town, right? Yep. Here it is. Bulldogs in the front. Let me hear you grunt. City manager has been hired. Bill Ayub will be the leader of the city of Ventura moving forward. Now, this is for sure? For sure. 99.99%. Okay? Something happens. And you're allowed to divulge this. Yes, I am. I've been here. I'm going to be making the announcement officially for the live people right now on Instagram. You're getting it first. I've made a video this morning. I'm going to be posting as soon as this goes off. This is huge, huge news for the Venturans. I want to talk about culture, leadership, somebody from here, uh, because there's no more excuses for someone like myself saying, Alex McIntyre is from the Bay Area. You don't know what you're talking about. Why are you pulling out the Rose Garden from in front of the mission? Why isn't the pier open all the time? Why has it taken two and a half years to get a Main Street Moves project and permanent plan? Uh, why did we allow Scientology building to let off 500 Mylar balloons? Mm -hmm. All of these things, there's no more excuse for Sheriff Ayub. And he's no longer Sheriff Ayub because he's now city manager Ayub. And if you remember, we interviewed everyone during our podcast series for all of our podcast junkies. And we came on a note and picked Sheriff Ayub over Sheriff Fryhob for our vote in the Ventura Forward final analysis, which everybody knew that was just my personal opinion putting it out there because we discussed that in deeply. And I like to say who I voted for, which is my own shtick. Okay? So, Spence, I love to see this because I want somebody who was retired. People say the money, right? I think he retired with a salary of $325,000. I don't even know how much money you're getting that pension. But we know when you have that type of money to retire and you've gone fishing in your first year, gone fishing, you want to come back and you want more. What, do you th what are your thoughts? I think he's a good man. I think if this, I don't know this, you have the inside information, but uh, the battle for sheriff was a tough one because I thought we had two really high quality candidates, very likable people. I just like them so much. Somebody always has to lose. And for 
uh, for uh, Bill Ayub to make this transition is fantastic. I am a law and order guy, especially as I've gotten older. I like to see things in control. I know police states, certainly, but I like the idea that somebody will be looking at the safety and welfare of, of women, of the elderly, of children, and also maybe focusing on different things. And even if, as in this new position, even if he doesn't have that power, he has that presence. And anybody looking at him, if he talks law and order, would have to go, huh, the guy knows something. You know, I really don't know what the, what are the actual powers of his position. I, I'm ignorant on that. I don't know. For city manager? Yeah. What, what does the everything, actually Everything, everything other than hire the city attorney. So he would uh, be in charge of um, patrol of officers? He could. He, he's, the, he's a police chief's boss. So he would say that. Okay, good. See, I'm very ignorant in this area. Not a problem. But I love the idea that we would have somebody in there that's just going to bring it on home and we could start making practical moves to make this place very. It's, first of all, Ventura is very safe, but it could be safer. It could be safe. And, and you're saying that because we asked the, the residents for the last three or four years, what's the number one situation in our town that's a concern to you? And everyone says unhoused individuals. They also call it homelessness, right? Not only for the compassion of the people that we see on the streets, we see the drug problem increasing. We feel our safety issues are there. And, of course, it ultimately climacted on the unfortunate murder of Anthony Maley Jr. in the Aloha Steakhouse in 20. 17 right and we had the gentleman there last name was jackson walking up and down the promenade we felt like he could have been addressed and he ended up stabbing the man at the restaurant and we said wanted to say enough is enough we have unfortunately had other accidents happen since and nothing that drastic but no big solutions have come it's still the number one problem what have we created i think we've had a, a solution finder right here with you I think it's excellent. If the, and again, I don't know. I not only do I not know what city manager does. I'm better now, uh, but I, I do not know that it is a Mr. Ayub. Thank you. And let me explain to this Spence in this podcast for maybe five minutes as we keel through here. Again, thank you everyone for listening and following us. We're gonna pull this up on a Monday today. You're an absolutely faithful forward tier. Ray Fresco bringing those beats, and they've been doing weddings. They've been doing shows. Roger, the crew have been getting after it out there on the lead mic. So keep it up, my boys. Maddie, Sean, everybody. Joe's been filling in. They've been out there. Chode, I saw the other day. Everyone's been rocking and rolling. Ray Fresco. But about Sheriff Ayub Spence. This is near and dear to my heart because of my passing of my brother, Jared. And I've been helping Bobby this last week get through this. And it's really opened up a lot of emotion again for me. Even to the point where I told you this story about how the grown man came to me while I was in the river bottom this weekend talking about how his son had been beaten recently, was in jail, how they lost their family dog, right? We found another family. We found another dog. Ventura found a, found a, there's so much good things happening. I, I can't even share them anymore. I can only share them to you in our fun conversations and sometimes our podcast people. But what's important is this. In the process, they always say, who has the most contact with the homeless individuals in our community? The police do. The police do. When you see somebody who looks like a vagrant or bothering you or unsafe, you call the police. The police were already calling me this morning. So you're thinking, well, why hire a former sheriff or a police department to help? Well, because look at that's where the most experience is. And Sheriff Ayub living in Ventura, having experience in Ventura and wanting to retire in Ventura, then having 
the presence to know of the homeless situation, that's who we want to move forward with our leadership opposed to, let's look at our comp from before, Alex McIntyre, was moving here from Menlo Park, had never been to Ventura for like consecutive days in his life. How could he, that person possibly have known the most about homelessness or unhoused individuals, our number one concern? Just, just at the very basis of who you are and what you know, that's the advantage of hiring Billy Ayoub. I remember years ago, we used to do these things called ascertainments for radio stations, where you invited everybody in, from Alcoholics Anonymous to local church groups to city people, and you said, what is your biggest concern? And then as a radio station, you had to address that concern and prove how you did it. So one of the people, and it's what you were saying, this guy had come in from like the Inland Empire to run one of the local um, parks and recs. And we said, what? And he was just looking, well, back where I'm from, they didn't do, and he, you could tell. <laughs> Talk about a fish out of water on the coast here because he didn't have the life experience of living here and understanding what our issues are, both good issues, great ones, and the ones that aren't so good. And this guy was total blowback, and it made you realize, you know, sometimes it's good to fish off the company dock, to stay right in your pool, because you can have a trusted person who's lived it, who knows it and loves it, as opposed to bringing somebody else in at a very nice salary and having an outsider suddenly come and look at your watch and telling you what time it is. Yeah, and I think you described that very well, and both have a benefit in a time and place. And we know what we needed here. We needed a seraph. We needed a bulldog. We needed a cougar. We needed somebody who really understood our city to get us to the point where we're at right now to understand, well, Spencer, what do you mean? What else can I help you change that? And I'll give it to you just for the thinking because I know a lot of the police, you know, detail the situation. It's our beats. It's the areas that they patrol in the city of Ventura. There's only five. There's five beats. And those beats have been designed since 1970. Wow. Our, our town has changed a lot since then. You know, our districts have changed. Population alone. Population. All these things yeah. have changed. So officers have told me the last three or four years, we need to reorganize our beats. We need to reprioritize this, okay? Maybe that's something that uh, Will Ayub knows about, the chief can get in his ear, and they can understand the importance of something like that. Something else we talk about is community storefronts. Uh, I love it, the idea. I love storefronts. The idea, even if there's police not. Police storefronts. Police storefronts. Even if there's not an officer stationed there all the time, maybe there's a little safety zone that the front door is open there where if you need to go in there, someone's following you. You know there's cameras there. There's microphones. There's lights. Okay? There's all kinds of things happening in our community. Maybe officers need to use the potty. They need to go for a quick break. They have keys. There's one on the avenue in function right now behind Vaughn's, just so you know. And it's behind Vaughn's, so there is still one working community storefront. I don't think they have community hours anymore. There used to be one inside the Pacific View Mall. I think that's the type of idea that people would want to see to provide more safety. It's presence. In the collection has one, and they've had a couple of issues lately, so important to have that. And remember when they used to have that mobile unit? They used to put it right here in Montalvo. It would be right next to the loops, whichever way I'm pointing. Why do I point when I'm on a podcast? <laughs> doesn't make sense. But it's right next door to our radio station where we record our podcast. And I loved it. I'd go, hey, man, how's it going? You always chat with them because you need the presence. I like police officers on bicycles. I like uh -huh. them on the ponies, walking the beat, whatever it is. It's, uh, it's just kind of nice to have that access. So we'll see. Part of that's a staffing issue. Yeah, how it. much population against police uh, but this is a great conversation so since you know this information that i do not know uh you're privy to this when will it be announced i think it's the end of this month they're gonna so take bus this early they get off of so nobody's gonna come up to you and say ixnay impossible
It won't happen, okay? Let me give you something more forward here for fun. I like Westwoods. I like the Starfree Press. It was always a dream of mine to be a, to be a media person, I guess. Mm -hmm. You helped make my dream come true. I'll never, ever say thank you enough for my Tom Spence, my mentor, for giving me like actually believe in being on the radio. It's still sometimes I instill him in disbelief, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have to remind Spencer <laughs> that within journalism, you do have to be careful in some areas. So I, I would just, in this case, you know, it, that's why I'm saying on, on allowing this information to get out. This is like Deep Throat. If anybody remembers Watergate, how old are you people? <laughs> uh, they called it Deep Throat. Deep Throat was the one that gave them the information. Woodward and Bernstein. Who and what? Who was Deep Throat's original name? Actually? Oh, that it's funny that you say. I, I don't know the guy's name. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> but that was not revealed until just a few years ago. No. This, yeah, it was a real big, big mystery for for decades, actually. Yeah, because it would have been what the bus was 1970, 71. When after everything had happened, 72. Um, I'm bad on years too. Uh, but then it was all those years later. They the the leak, the dude. So. You've you've got a um, <laughs> hold on a second because we had Rich say pump and dump on yeah, the radio and show, and now you're saying deep throat. <laughs> deep throat, get, yeah. I gotta get well, that was, name like the, well, that was the, the headlight joke. hooter. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the joke back then because deep throat was a big movie then. Okay, that was you. done on purpose. It correlated with yeah, the that porno. Was done on, well, oh, you know, it. it's news guys, you know, so they were wise guys. But yeah, that was that was the name, deep throat. Okay, so I think this is important. And it was not Linda Lovelace, so, so don't be a wise guy. So what we're gonna do. Mac Rod, you're getting some shirts. I appreciate you. We're going to get that store up soon. Store and merch coming soon. I've been slacking on some stuff. Spencer, we're moving so fast and the stories are coming. Mm -hmm. I can't catch up. I'm like the Roadrunner and my feet are moving really fast below me and good things are happening, but the, the top's not catching up sometimes. And so I got my boy Mac who wants to buy shirts and I need the money. So it's coming very soon. I got my boy Chris Pryor checking in one of the forward tiers. Chris, if you're not listening to the podcast on Spotify, each week, get after it. We're going to go live today. We might even post this one to remind you guys. We need those numbers. We're going everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, you know, go to your Apple podcast stuff, okay? But we're in the media room, and Wes Woods walks by. And I'm like, Wes, come over here, you know? And he's written articles about me in, in the Starfree Press. He's very privy to know who I am. Okay, I'll be there in a minute. I have another half of my free burger in the media room. He comes back over, takes off his mask. Still wears a mask. Okay, mm. it's cool. Just give you a little reflection of his personality. Works for the star. Comes over, I say, hey, I got a little, little news for you. I think uh, the city manager positions are coming down in the final. There's three left. I think Jeff Lambert's one of them because he came out. And props to Jeff Lambert for this whole process, too. Came down to the very finals. I think Jeff actually should probably be assistant city manager. It's almost like when you have two horses at the very end, they lose by a nose, bring the other horse to the next race. So... I say, hey, Wes, I got some information, but I can't confirm it. Sheriff Ayub's going to be hired as a city manager. He goes, oh, how do you know? I said, well, I can just put two and two together. It's just kind of what I do. He calls me on Tuesday says, hey, you know, I'm working on an article about trying to find out if Sheriff Ayub has been announced because on Monday night in closed session, they announced the 5-2 vote, and then at council, the city, man, the city attorney said that Doug Halter and Liz Campos voted no, and five others voted yes. So that's the biggest news about this podcast, too, is that Liz voted against Sheriff Ayub, and so did Doug Halter. And you know this for a fact. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, this this is this is public information. Okay. This is why I want to drop this stuff because in closed session, people know. And whether you're the school board, the county supervisors, stuff happens in closed sessions report, and that's where the leaks happen. In Ventura Ford, right, we're kind of becoming part of the like seepage, right? Through like people's personality and looking at their faces because when information comes out in closed sessions, how can somebody not tell the community the truth about it when they're in the public for weeks going by, right? Mm -hmm. So it's hard. So that's the information I'm going off. It's pure instinct by Spencer at 99%. That's how much instincts I have to know this information. So Wes calls me. I'm saying, I don't have a reliable source. Similar to what we're saying now. He goes, I'm going to keep investigating. He keeps investigating. Article comes out Friday. Front page of the paper. Will Ayub was one of the finalists. He does everything. Didn't say Will Ayub was going to be hired. So I thought it was so funny because I created that article that made it, that didn't give the information. That then, In my essence, he spent a few days calling throughout town trying to find out and still couldn't get the source. So here I am Monday, knowing after all of these 20 people that For I've- For sure. 99.999, okay? 99.999, unless there's some bureaucracy and maybe someone didn't dot the I or cross the T in the, on, on the signatures. This is going down. I'm excited. So but I think that's a fun story for Ford Cheers to think that Spencer's at the X Games. He's eating a burger. He sees the star walk by. I want him to do a little investigation. I put him on the story. It comes back. He still doesn't have the story. Let's drop it now, baby. All right. <laughs> I know nothing, folks. This is I know nothing. So that's, well, that, that's why you're the best in the business. It filtered me off. Yeah. And here's the uh, final on. I just had to get this clear, and I did cheat. I wikied. I talked about deep throat. In 2005, 31 years after Nixon's resignation and 11 years after Nixon's death, a family attorney stated that former Federal Bureau of Investigation Associate Director Mark Felt was deep throat. By then, Felt was suffering from dementia and had previously denied being deep throat, but Woodward and Bernstein then confirmed an attorney's claim. Look at the life of Mark Felt. Born 1913, died 2008. So uh, into his 90s, this man kept the secret. And that is a mother. I was raised through Watergate, you know, was 72. Uh, but it was Utah. Now, when looking back, say, was that a good thing that he ratted him out and everything that was going on? Oh, it had to be done. Yeah, it okay. had to be done. Yeah, it really did. Because um, what government corruption was going on at that time? What was the big everything? Like, what was it? Was, the, it was ugly. You it's know, hard for, it's still hard for me to kind of understand a little like what was yeah, the exact it, moment in time. Before, but, you know, it was all it's so many things. But the yeah. biggest deal was like Vietnam and the spying to. Uh, perhaps create a better chance for you to win the presidency. There's a lot of, mm. uh, and people will argue that Richard Nixon also did some great things like ping pong uh, diplomacy, uh, that issue, and that some good things came out of him. But it was tough. Look at Neil's song, Ohio, Ten Soldiers and Nixon Coming. We're finally on our own this summer. I hear the drumming four dead in Ohio. Uh, that's the students that were shot on the Kent State campus. Mm. So you talk Great. about tumult. When I was like a 12 to 13-year-old, uh, there was a lot happening in this country. But that was my deep throat. And yes, everybody giggles when they hear that because for obvious reasons. All right, we're uh, we're at the 30 mark. Oh, man. man Boom. Dude, this felt like we were back in the saddle once again. Didn't this feel like a good one? I'm waiting for that saddle because... Uh, We'll see what happens with Spencer's. I'm still going to do air quotes prediction 
uh, that it is Mr. Ayub. And I, I like the man very, very much. We interviewed him on a, a very, very early uh, edition. One, two, or three, right? He, he was in the first five for sure, yeah. wasn't he? He has. Uh, Bill was a very... Great Lo interview. Loyal forward tier. I see him following a lot of our stuff. He picks up the phone calls. He answers. Now you know if you get a quick call from him. Good. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not picking up my calls right now, probably. Okay. If I was Bill Ayub and I'm calling, which I have twice, don't pick up Spencer's phone call right now. Is it good? Really? Oh, yeah. No. Because because why? Right? Like That's what I love about being a journalist and being an insider is that if you have information that you don't want me to know, whether it be legally or maybe not legally, there's a time and a place. Well, that's when they say off the record. You can say off the record, but there's also, I think, sometimes now in society where there's a small window, like a closed session report, and you know that other people might be saying things, right? Mm -hmm. And you just don't say anything to anybody. And it's this way this business works. It's not personal. I'll refer to it as the triple agent sometimes. You're getting some new information forward tiers. The triple agent is full effect sometimes. And if you need to deploy that person, just don't even call your friends or don't even have pillow talk because sometimes you got to just shut it up just like I'm wrapping up this podcast right now. So, Spence, I had a fun time. What about you? Good times. All right. Until go to the fair. Go to the fair, and we'll talk more maybe about Oppenheimer and Barbie. If you haven't seen them, good luck out there. But until next time, let's go. Let's go.